0: Pamela Private Eye. I'm here with my co-host Shelly. Hi Pamela. Before we get into this episode I want to say thank you, thank you to all of our loyal listeners. As a musician I gotta tell you I'm used to like hearing applause after I do a song, after I perform. (laughs) And and so like to do a podcast there are people that listen. We have listeners in Australia, in Germany, in even
1: in Atlanta, in New York, it, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny to me to think that people like actually hear my voice like that many. Oh, people are and listening. your laugh, it and your laugh—they yeah. know that laugh. Yeah. It
0: makes me and, laugh. And I put it, like I put so much time in editing and doing all this, and I think, God, is anyone even listening?" And I went and listened to I pulled up on Apple some of our reviews, and they. Oh my gosh, Shelly. They like totally made me so happy. They warmed my heart. Yay! When I created the podcast, I wanted it to be like funny at times and gut-wrenching at times yes. and moving and and just all everything that, that all of the this emotions. career has mm-hmm. been to me. I was mm-hmm. hoping I would be able to convey that and that people would have like open hearts and listen and Oh my gosh, it is so working. Like I read this review (laughs) by this Nellie and she said, uh, I look forward each week to the next crime-filled episode. You always have me laughing so hard, tears come out of my eyes or crying (laughs) about the emotions and and well-being of people that you care so deeply about as you look into their troubled past. Another person said, I laugh, I cry, I can't get enough of this. I, and
1: I'm like, wow, they're getting it. Like
0: it's so cool. <laughs> I yeah, had I,
1: one I had one that texted me and said, "I hate having to wait once a week for your podcast to come out, uh, and I've had to promise my husband I would not listen without him." So that's oh, great. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Yeah, so, so people fun. please like feel free to I
0: I really want to know how you're feeling, how it's how yeah. you're yeah, like it made brought me so much joy just to read those. So thank you everyone that's taken time out of their lives to rate, not just to listen to us, but then to rate us and review us. Exactly. We Thank love you. those
1: four five-star ratings. Please send we them in, do. send them in. It's awesome. We love five way more than four. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But,
0: but we love it. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. We are having a really a blast doing this. Yeah. This episode this week, I call it Sugar Daddy oh, and You...
1: What I want to I wanted to say one other thing. Okay for those listeners, if you're new, um, and we've had some just like Pam said, some good times, some funny things, some serious things, but please remember I'm hearing these stories for the first time as you uh, just like you are. Like right. Pam has lived these stories, she's telling me, so my reactions I hope are representing how you would react. Oh <laughs> sometimes yes. maybe not so good, but hey, you know, so hey. No, 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 and and I intentionally
0: don't tell you what we're doing, what we're talking about before, because I want it to be absolutely authentic. Yes, okay, now uh, we can move on. (laughs) Now we can move on. Yes, so this week's episode is called Sugar Daddy, and you will find out why as we get into this. (laughs) Okay. This client was charged with seven counts of, well, five second-degree felonies of- Possession with intent to distribute, and two counts of class A misdemeanors of unprofessional conduct, which is really weird. I'd never heard of that until this case. You will find out all the details about how this happened. This was a guy who was actually a friend of mine before he was a client. He was my client because we were friends.
1: Awkward. (laughs)
0: uh, awkward no no no. actually actually no i can see how it would be especially like with some of the content of this but uh really nice guy i met him in the single scene in my church in the in the lds single scene the latter-day saint church of jesus christ single scene which is a crazy scene I had, after I graduated college, I have to tell you real quick how you, so that you can kind of get a feel for who this guy is. Okay. One of my roommates from college called me. She lived in LA and she called and said, Hey, you got to come to this singles weekend d- down here in Southern California on Catalina Island. And I I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I, I And I, I really didn't, she really, really wanted to go mostly because This guy, Dave, was going to be there.
1: Okay, hold on just one second. Yeah, If if you're going to explain this, you also need to let our listeners know that when you're going to a Mormon, we used to be called the Mormons, we're now the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints singles activity. That means there's no alcohol, there's no right. drugs, there's no sex, right. you might have some rock and roll, but right. that's it. Like, it's supposed to be a very clean Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Not only saying that happens, but, and I don't know where this story's going, but <laughs> just so people know. <laughs>
0: okay. No, 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 yeah, so it's, it's like pretty clean, fun kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And I have a little bit of an issue with control, I guess, because I didn't want to be stuck on this island with no way to get out of there. And I said, well, what oh. if I'm not having any fun? Can I just take a ferry back? And where we were on the island, you couldn't. And I said, no, 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 I'm not going. So then she called a few days later and said, okay, we could rent a helicopter for 240 bucks. We just have to get <laughs> enough people <laughs> that, if, that if they uh, don't want to be there, they case, can leave too.
1: In case Pamela is bored, yeah. <laughs> we'll just
0: bring a helicopter in. <laughs> Okay,
1: not yeah. high maintenance at all. Because that's
0: how I roll, baby. Like, bring the helicopter. Go big? I'm bored. No, go
1: big or go home.
0: That's what I...
1: Oh, wait, I have to go big too. Get home. Yes. Okay. It... Oh, my gosh. So I get it's to funny. this
0: retreat, and there are about 220 LDS single adults at this thing. Okay. And I, at first, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I, it was kind of weird. But here was the cool part. It was on the beach. So there was flag football on the beach. They had tennis courts. They had basketball courts, a soccer field. I am about the biggest tomboy there could be. And yes, so you are. I was like, Yahoo! This is awesome. <laughs> All I need are people to play with, and there were a couple hundred people to play with. So I had I was having a blast. My girlfriend was oh, good. not. And about, so did she
1: call the helicopter in? So
0: about the second, the end of the second uh-uh. day, she was like, "Pamela, let's call the helicopter and get the hell out of here." <laughs> I was like, "No, I'm having fun. Like, are you kidding? I was playing flag football on the beach all afternoon. Like, this is awesome. There's kayaking in the ocean, snorkeling. Like, I'm loving it. Oh my god!" And then Dave finally paid attention to her on day three, and so all she was all excited well okay. here's here's the thing this it really wasn't about me just telling you about the weekend so um
1: it's, <laughs> I don't the, I don't, it's gonna be hard to beat it yes. is
0: gonna be so so when we'd eat it would be like buffet style and then you would just go sit on all these picnic tables and I had been busy talking Socializing which is shocking that I didn't get my food and sit down in time, right? Yeah, so yes, right but so by We're the time I far. go to sit down like my the to be with my girlfriend and At her table with the, those those friends the table looked full So I got over there with my food and I said oh, I'll just sit somewhere else and Dave was sitting Opposite of my girlfriend and he sc- said I'll scoot over and I knew how excited she was to that he was finally paying attention to her I said, okay. So he scooted over. I'm like, okay, cool. It's just really totally casual, right? We're sitting there. We're all talking. And as we're talking, he reaches under the table and puts his hand on my thigh and starts squeezing my leg. And you're like, Uh, wait a minute. My friend likes you. Oh, man. My heart was broken. I was so shocked. I was like, what am I going to do? So I just... Like picked up his hand, moved it over to his lap, and, and just sat there, and I think, do I tell her? Do I not tell her? What do I do? I, don't, I yeah. don't know what to do. So I didn't tell her immediately, and she was just going up. Like, he is a pediatric dentist, and here's the thing with us women. We sometimes get enamored by status and money. Like, and not just women, people, people, we all do. Right. Mm-hmm. And this guy had mm-hmm. status and money. And every time I saw him when he was not paying attention to my girlfriend, he was with some tall, beautiful blonde. And my girlfriend okay. is a tall, beautiful blonde. And so I was just like, uh eh, what so when he did that, my thought my opinion of him was like, Hey, this dude this dude's just a playa. Yeah.
1: I big time.
0: So yep. I was just trying to tell her. I didn't tell her exactly what happened, but I was like, Look, you don't want to beat this guy. You deserve better than this. Don't do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I like Dave. He's a very nice guy. Do I think he's a player? Absolutely, I think he's a player. Mm-hmm. Not someone I would be interested in. So, take that experience. And, and she did not end up with him.
1: Good, for yes. your friendship.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, So ex- many levels. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, fast forward like a few years, and then I get a call from Dave, and he tells me, hey, I've just been arrested for... <gasps> Possession of a controlled substance, multiple counts of it. I know that you're the best PI around, and I need some help. What do I do? Who do I go to? And I was like, yep, absolutely. Let me help you. I do like Dave, I think he's a good guy. And mm-hmm. I was happy to help him. I referred him to Jack. <laughs> Here's what's funny so, Dave is. Is a pediatric dentist. Really sweet, fun guy. I do not believe Dave would ever harm anyone. I really... He's a very sweet soul. A a player? Like, yeah, he hurts women by being a player, but in his mind, he's just loving them all.
1: (laughs) Right? Right. Well, and and if he's not married... Right. And he's not engaged to anyone. He Correct. has the right to date and kiss on whoever he wants. Exactly. It's just probably not someone that you would look to for a relationship. Exactly. And my okay. girlfriend yeah.
0: wanted to marry him. So, yeah, that didn't, yes. that didn't yeah. fit well.
1: That, that's not the, a match made in heaven. Right. Or on Catalina Island. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs>
0: you are really on a roll. I love it. So as a pediatric dentist he was all in with the kids and stuff he was really cute with uh-huh. them and he he it, it, when he was charged it was around halloween time and so his first meeting with jack at his office here's big character jack masculine alpha male strong dude and dave is a very tall guy masculine guy he's a player but there's also this like feminine Like kinda quirky really quirky side about him. And it's what that's part of the stuff I love about him. Actually I love that about Jack and I love this about But we get in this meeting and we're in we're in Jack's conference room and Jack's learning about the charges, meeting Dave, and he looks down and he sees Dave has green fingernail polish on. And he has he's a very tall guy and he has very long fingers and these green fingernails are shocking to say the least
1: oh my gosh (laughs) and jack jack keeps staring it's weird
0: jack keeps staring this is like 10 years ago or something before men were wearing fingernail polish ever
1: okay
0: like now i know the lines are like getting vague and all that yeah yeah Uh,
1: it's whatever you're comfortable with
0: but (laughs) but this was so bizarre, and I could see Jack looking at Dave's fingernails, and I didn't know what the hell Dave was doing with green fingernails.
1: But <laughs> I was like, "Oh man!" And I you are like, "Focus, Jack! Focus!" Yeah, not on the nails. Right? Like, and finally, really are
0: some serious charges exactly? Mm-hmm. And finally, Jack asks him, "Hey, uh, what's with the green fingernail polish?" And Dave says, "Well, I'm a pediatric dentist, and so we just dressed up for Halloween. And I was dressed up as the Grinch, and the kids loved it. And <laughs> and he said he just hadn't bothered to take the fingernail polish off. I bet that was also interesting when he was arrested and thrown in jail. I don't
1: know if he has green
0: what the, polish on what the guys in jail thought. Like, oh wow, mm-hmm. we got maybe yeah. they just stayed mm-hmm. away from him because they thought he was such a weirdo.
1: Yeah, yeah." game green something yeah so oh my gosh yeah
0: and so with facing five felonies he was facing five second-degree felonies and oh my gosh. And two class a misdemeanors so he was looking at some very
1: serious time was he taking this besides the green fingernails that we're laughing about but serious was he taking these charges serious oh like, are was you he kidding? worried scared? Like he was he was scared. scared he was scared he was okay
0: absolutely
1: okay. yeah. scared okay. that
0: he would lose his career <laughs> He owned the his the, life, his life, yeah. his yeah, his freedom, his. I mean, and he would like my. He had taken my girlfriend before the Catalina trip. He had taken her, and they'd gone just hey, let's fly down to Panama. They'd gone to Panama for like a week. Like he would just, and women loved it. Of course, they loved right, dating sure. him because he loved to travel, and he would take them traveling with him, and to go from like he'd work like three days a week, and then.
1: Be traveling
0: four days a week and he made really great money and sure to think all of that is over, not only over, but you could be locked up for many years for for your life. He was terrified. Okay. But he handled it differently than most people. Like it's really a fascinating thing to see how people respond to that stress. Some people get like really kind of like, like angry, sad, like depressed. Bitchy. And, and he's such an easygoing person always that I, like knowing him a bit, I could, I knew, and he was talking to me and telling me how he was feeling. I knew how stressed he was, but you wouldn't otherwise know it unless you, you really okay. like sat down and talked with him. Other okay. people you would just know, but not with him. He's, he was way too laid back for that. As we got into it. So I started finding out what, of course, like I do always, I start with the defendant. What is your version? How did you get here? And he was okay. out. He, he had posted bail, so he was out of jail, so I could just interview him, and he was still able to work. Okay. And as he goes through the story, here's here's his version of the story. He's dating this woman, and he was, as we have already established, he dated a number of different beautiful women. Okay. And he was in his 40s at this time late mid to late 40s and this one woman he's dating and he'd kind of although I'd met him at a church thing he had kind of mm-hmm. become what we call in the Mormon church inactive in the church so not okay not so much a part of the church okay. although it's kind of like I always kind of say you leave the Mormon church but it doesn't leave you like it's it's always a part of you
1: yeah it, Kind of like you can t- take the girl you out of the country, the cu- but you can't take exactly. the country out of the girl. Exactly. Gotcha. It's always okay. a part of you. And, yeah. and being in
0: Utah, he's always kind of dating a Mormon girl. Yeah. Utah girls. Like, yeah. Many mm-hmm. of us are Mormon girls here in Utah. Right. So mm-hmm. So he's dating this woman. She was not in the church. She was not active. She was not, I don't even know if she was a member okay. at all. When you hear about her, you can okay. maybe understand why I question that. So they okay. were. She okay. <laughs> wanted to go to dinner, and she—I believe she was totally after Dave. And he said she, that she was. She really wanted to date him, and he—he's a nice-looking guy, and he had, like I say, plenty of money and status. That is—that's a high okay. commodity in our world. So, the, at sure. dinner, she she starts telling him. Now you have to know, Dave loved the drug ecstasy. This is not. This is not part of the Mormon culture. We do not. (laughs)
1: Just
0: so you know, we. So
1: just P.S. Yeah, just (laughs) P.S.
0: We do not, not only do we not drink or have premarital sex, we don't do illegal drugs. Yeah. yeah, Drugs. So as a general rule.
1: And ecstasy could be considered right. Okay, there you go. Yes, yes, you're welcome.
0: So, and Dave loved ecstasy and he wasn't shy about telling me how much he liked it. He thought okay. that it should be, like, in our drinking water. He oh, he loved ecstasy. It. Like, this is awesome oh. stuff. It makes it makes you happy, and everyone should take it. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, I will okay. take your word for it on that. So, I imagine that mm-hmm. he had a similar mm-hmm. conversation about ecstasy with this woman. And so, they're at dinner, and he tells her... About, I think he's telling her about the ecstasy. He said he was, and I believe that, because... That's, he was very passionate okay. about it and trying to tell me how wonderful it was. I wasn't really buying that, okay. but I, I do believe that's his belief. Those are his feelings. And okay, that was, that his, was truth. his truth. And his story, and I, okay. I, I'm not going to tell you what I think yet, but his story was that he's telling her about it, and she says, I want to try some. I've never tried ecstasy. And so he gives her an ecstasy pill at dinner. Okay. Well, it wasn't long after that that she started saying, Ugh, like, I don't feel very well. I'm sick. Okay. Like, this is a bad trip. This is not a good thing for me. And okay. she was That's drinking scary. alcohol. She was drinking wine with her dinner. I don't know if they have any rules for ecstasy, but if they do, probably one of them is don't mix it with alcohol.
1: I would think so. Yeah. But so, I don't know. On, on In all honesty, um, I've had acquaintances. I've known mm-hmm. people that have used it. I, I've never been around that kind of a scene. Uh-huh. But I sometimes wonder, you know, sometimes alcohol has a negative effect, some, but sometimes it enhances it. Right. So, But so, I don't know enough about ecstasy to know one way or the other on that. I don't know either, and I don't yeah. know if that was an
0: abnormal reaction okay. for her, if if for okay. most people it was a better thing or what, but... So she was feeling really awful, and he said, hey, let me let me take you home, and let's, let's take care of you. I, so he takes her to his home, and he has a big, beautiful home, you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And he wants her to be comfortable, so he puts her... She says... Uh, he turns the fireplace on, so it'll be nice and warm, and she says... She said she's freezing. He said, let me put you here in front of the fireplace, and he gave her a blanket, and she went to sleep in front of the fireplace. That's her statement also, that she okay. went to sleep in front of, well, her part partially, I'm gonna tell you her complete statement in right a second. Okay, okay. So, and then she wakes up and she's feeling better, and then she leaves. Now this is his statement, right? And then a couple of days later she calls him, and she says, hey, I'm, thanks for taking care of me, I'm feeling a lot better and they're talking a bit and she goes hey i really need a laptop i for my work and for for life and i don't have money to buy a laptop would you help me out and he's like sure he's had a lot of money he was quite generous so he takes her shopping they go he buys her a laptop and it's all good well about a week later he gets arrested for (laughs) the possession of these controlled substances with intent to distribute and their statement is this that the police is that detectives are interviewing him they interview they explain what she her claim is and her claim was this that she is out to dinner with this guy with with dave and at dinner she tells him she's not feeling well and he says here take this and being a dentist a doctor dentist having a they, they have had, access to they have sure. access to meds, and she said, "Take this, this will make you feel better and she said she took it, not knowing what it was, and then oh. she wasn't feeling well, and she goes home, he takes her to his house, she falls asleep in front of the fireplace that story that part is consistent, and he puts a blanket on her, she falls asleep, she wakes up in her version, she wakes up, and he was standing near her masturbating but he did not touch her he did not do anything and now he's facing all these charges okay i'm not quite sure what to believe and these cases are so so hard because he said she said there's no dna evidence we can't right go to that so it's just really difficult to put the pieces together but here's where my first question arose about her because as we know, I've mentioned to you before that I've been assaulted.
1: Uh-huh. Let me
0: tell you something. After that happened, I you I would never ever ever have gone to his to see him again. No I don't care I don't care what he's giving me. No 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 no. no. For a laptop will I come and see you? No, I will not. I no. will not. I don't no. want to see you ever again.
1: For an so- island in the Caribbean? Call For- me. Maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, I wouldn't yeah, either. It would be like why so, would you go back or why would you why go why would you near and she reached out assaulted. to him? Yeah, she yes. reached out to mm-hmm. him. So I was
0: immediately yeah. suspicious of her statement because that's inconsistent mm-hmm. with the victim. Right. They want to stay away from someone that they think is dangerous. So I right. started investigating her. And okay. this case is moving ahead and I'm trying to find out investigating this situation, trying to find anything I can can put together about his story and her story. And it's really hard because they're not really witnesses that I can turn to or okay. so then I've got to go to people's character. I know a little bit about Dave's character as I've shared already. Sure. And is it like on the edge? Maybe. Yeah. It's not yeah. someone I would care for, but do I believe it's to the rises to the level of criminal? I no, I don't think so. Kay. And so I start investigating this woman and I find an ex-husband of hers and I interview him to find out like hey who is this woman what tell me about her what is she like what's her character like
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and he starts telling me like well actually we're we're pretty good friends so I'm thinking ah crap he's not mm-hmm. gonna tell me anything he's like no no no. we're still friends but she's a real character and I don't want to see some dude go to prison for something that he didn't do and I said oh. okay uh tell me what do you know and he said, well, I mean, I don't really know Dave. I do know he's facing some charges for what my ex has said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, man, that, he's like, that's hilarious. Does she saying anything? Because six months ago, she called me and asked me if I wouldn't mind meeting her up in Park City. Which, those of you that are not from Utah, Park City is on the map for, like, the cool... Ski place. Robert Redford does his Sundance Film Festival showings mm-hmm. up there. All the movie Skiing, stars hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hiking. It's, yeah. it's it's gorgeous and yes, beautiful. She High asked. Dollar. Yeah, and she asked him, "Hey, could you meet me up in Park City? I've got a hotel up here, and I need you to come up here. and And if you have kids listening, you want to turn it off right now." <laughs> um, she asked oh, him okay. to. She asked him to come up and meet her at a hotel that she had up there. Would he mind having sex with her on video so that she <gasps> could record this and send it to a guy in New York who she was trying to get to be her sugar daddy?
1: Okay, no, wait. No, wait, wait. Okay. She <laughs> has a connection, a hookup in New York mm-hmm. that she wants to have him be her sugar daddy. Yes. And she thinks by having sex with someone... She happened to choose her ex-husband yeah. to have sex, to video, to send yeah. to New York to this man who sh- is a sugar daddy. Yes, yeah. of me. Ask me. Wait, is this a part of the sugar daddy requirement? Like, yeah, ask me. Ask me how I how
0: I know that that she wanted all that to happen. How did he know that?
1: How? How, how does? How does? Because, yeah, how does he know that?
0: She had met the guy on SugarDaddy.com. The guy in New York? Yep. And he requested, oh, I want to see, before I fly you out here to New York, I want to
1: see how you are in <laughs> bed. What? Oh. Oh. Well, there yep. you go. And I so, don't think he means the pajamas you're wearing and the little cute really? bedspread you have on. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I don't, I think you're probably right. I don't think it had anything to do with
0: whether she had Holy cute Victoria's Secret jammies on. Yes. Yeah. Or, or Walmart for that matter. And so her ex-husband, this is what's so nice about men. They are so willing to help women with stuff like that. Oh so, no. Tell me no. <laughs> yeah. Tell me no.
1: Tell me Tell yeah. me he did not go and get videoed. Oh yes
0: he did. Oh. Yes he did. <laughs> He is such a nice guy that's what I'm saying there are nice guys out there, yeah, so he's like, yeah, I did it I went I helped her out i I don't know if she ever got to go to New York, but yeah, we filmed it and she sent it to the guys. she told me she did anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh so well, I that's a good ex-husband it it's so nice such a nice so, ex-husband <laughs> so yeah nice. <laughs> so nice. Huh. here is here's my p i tip of the day. Oh, yes, we need one. Yes. Ladies, men, please, like, figure out your stuff so that you are so empowered in yourself that you don't have to do that. Like, empower yourselves. Stand on your own two feet. This is why I always want women to get an education. Not that that's everything, because the old joke is, like, we're thankful for our dropouts because they hire our graduates. So... (laughs)
1: uh you don't and have to go to college of, but no there's so many different levels of education nowadays there it's are not so like many there's so many different ways get a I, certificate get a a job that you love Get yes. train to be a beautician learn a trade yeah so really my pi tip
0: is please like have enough self-esteem mm-hmm. that you're not vulnerable to someone else whether this is a man or a woman, like that, this, like, right. it really, like, this story is funny and tragic at the same time to me.
1: So, it, it actually is. Now, there are people, men and women, that choose a profession, arm candy or whatever, escort, however yeah. you want. As long as that is your choice and you're not being manipulated right. into it. And it's not for drugs exactly. or anything. Then, then that's I a guess, totally different you know, deal. Yeah. You have to do a free agency thing if that's their path. Right. It's, so many, it's an easy way out. Like sugar daddy, yeah. come on. So i I would really like to know
0: if this <laughs> this information that she is on sugardaddy.com, actively seeking some man to take care of her does that change your perspective of Dave's story? And her story.
1: And the charges that he's facing. Well, I... Yeah, okay, yes. I have a couple questions in. So my first question is, when he was charged, did she call and press charges against him? Is that how this whole thing started? She went to the police station and said that this guy... Yes, and... Okay. ...slipped her a drug. Okay. Yes. My second thing... I'm not sure how a sexual anything can tie in if he didn't have sex with her, but then after saying that, I guess if he's standing there masturbating in front of you and that's not what you want to do and you're drugged, maybe that ties in. Right, but they never
0: charged him actually with a sexual crime. The five counts. Okay. Facing five counts of possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute.
1: My next question on the attempt to distribute. When you say five counts, does that mean five pills? That he was handing out five different times? Or does that mean he could have a handful of pills here, a handful of pills? Why five counts if he only gave her one pill? It's a good question. They did
0: a search warrant on the house, on his house and his office. And they found in his pants pocket five pills. So for every pill, because it's an illegal drug, it's an account. That's how they charged it. They could have. Okay. They could have okay. done it as one. They can. They. They have. As we learned from the prosecutor we interviewed a while ago, they have a lot of leeway in how a they leeway. charge things. Okay. So, and I'd be curious. It, those of you or that are listening, I really would be fascinated. Go if you go on Facebook or Instagram and just comment. Let me know. Did this change your opinion about her? Yes. And this allegation, it totally changed mine. I was like, what the hell? Are you kidding? This woman's on sugardaddy.com and then and then she calls my client, calls my friend after and says, Hey, buy me a laptop. And then yeah. after that goes to the police. Uh, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> like yeah. no no no. Right. So right. So I went to the prosecutor <laughs> and said, Hey, because I'm working with Jack and we all know Jack. We know Jack. He doesn't know Jack. We know Jack. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That was a good play on words. Thank you. We know Jack's not going to be real passionate about this. And here's the problem. Jack is such a masculine guy. The minute, I knew the minute that he met Dave with the green fingernails, he was thinking like, hey, this guy's a little tutti-fruity, foofy guy. Yeah,
1: or a little cuckoo cray-cray. You're you're a little
0: cuckoo cray-cray dude. I'm uh-huh. real masculine. You're like this cray-cray dude. And
1: uh-huh. I knew
0: he wasn't going to fight, like, really hard for him. I just knew it. Well,
1: I hate to say it, but Which I'm is interesting. No, but it's interesting because in past podcasts, we've felt like Jack went for more of the big money. And if this gentleman mm-hmm. is a pediodontist, mm-hmm. right? Right. Then, and, and living this lavish lifestyle, he has a lot of money. I would have thought that it wouldn't have mattered on the green fingernails or not. Oh, it would have been more. No, Shelley, don't get me wrong. He took the money. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Jack okay. took the money. All right. Okay. He didn't say,
0: I won't represent you. He just said, yeah. I need the, a lot sure. of money to do this. Like my dad uh-huh. always okay. joked around, you're not guilty until you run out of money. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So Okay. So right. so knowing Jack wasn't going to fight terribly hard for this, Jack like very often would allow me to do the negotiating and the fighting for our sure. friends. So I would the prosecutor, said, "This is where we are. <laughs> this woman is on Sugardaddy.com, I do not think you're going to want to go to trial and have us mm-hmm. bringing that out. Because I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring her ex-husband to the courtroom to testify that he and agreed we to be on video for her and we for do not
1: want to have to bring the video. Yes. In. Yeah. Please.
0: Please don't make <laughs> please. me watch this.
1: Please don't. Make, <laughs> please. please don't make me poke pins <laughs> in my eyes. Like come on.
0: Exactly. I can't unsee those <laughs> yes. things. So please yeah, don't make exactly. me watch them.
1: There's not enough visine to take it out. Right? So it was.
0: It was a very. Uh, it it I could see when I told the prosecutor that he was like like very deflated. The air came out of his balloon. He thought he had this guy. It was a big story in the news. Sure. And, this, and so mm-hmm. he said, "Okay, well we'll we'll start negotiating, and we're going to have to work out a plea." So as time goes, we work out a plea, and he the plea is this, and. I'll I'll tell you what the the plea was to plead guilty to two counts of the possession of a controlled substance. They were second-degree felonies. They would be reduced from felonies to Class A misdemeanors. Much better. Yes. And, uh, And plead guilty to two Class A misdemeanors of unprofessional conduct, which, what the... What the? What is that? Well, I don't know what that means. Right, and, yeah.
1: and you might burp in a restaurant. Okay.
0: And, in this case, <laughs> in this case, what it meant was, as a dentist in Utah, every state has their own rules. In Utah, it, if you're it, it, as a dentist, you have to do everything. You have to drill the cavity out and then fill sure. it yourself. Right. And with his office, as a pediatric dentist, he would actually they would use anesthesia on the patients. And so the parents would wait out in the hall, out in the lobby for their child, and they would be asleep, and he would drill the patient, and he had so many patients, so he would drill the cavity out, and then go to the next patient. There were times that he allowed one of his assistants, taught them how to fill that in, and then he would move on while he was moving on drilling on the next patient, because the drilling part is the most vulnerable, the most sure delicate with the nerves yes and that,
1: yes absolutely in utah uh-huh.
0: you're not allowed to do that in oh. in other states you are allowed to do that okay in oregon you can do it and the dentist can have his assistant do do that feeling doesn't make okay. a difference because we're in utah and he was not supposed to do that here so he had two counts of that and they were charging him with that And they weren't going to reduce that one. So we're getting ready for sentencing. Were those, but they weren't felonies? Nope. They were class A misdemeanors. So now everything, so they were like dismissing three, three of the felonies and two of the, two of the remaining felonies for possession with intent to distribute were being reduced to misdemeanors, which was a pretty, actually very good deal. Okay. So we're getting ready for sentencing. It's, we're probably two weeks away from the sentencing date. And I get a call from a guy that I used to date. His name is Larry. And at the time that I was dating him, here's what's funny. Here's here's like, oh man, the the men that we would choose in our younger days are so. For me, I hope for other people, are so completely different than the men we would choose as like later in our lives.
1: Yeah, not sure. that Larry's
0: not a good good guy. No, just. But just different interests. Yeah, Mm -hmm. when when I dated Larry, it was right after I finished college And I was working as a PI when I was doing a lot of surveillance insurance fraud where we hear some of my crazy stories right and Mm -hmm. Larry was not only a doctor. He was actually a plastic surgeon and I was thinking Wow, my life is going so well here i'm dating this good-looking <laughs> doctor who's a plastic surgeon uh-huh. he really likes me i think i'm going to marry this guy and uh-huh. i was play- and my music was going well i remember i remember getting ready and actually i remember him coming backstage i had just played in concert with Boots Randolph probably most of our listeners are too young to know who boots is boots right. was a legendary saxophonist my hero. Okay. I would practice along with his CDs for fun. After I had done oh, like classical or jazz stuff, then I would play along to Boots' mm-hmm. stuff, and I'd play harmony and pretend like I was on stage with him. And mm-hmm. then going back and forth to Nashville, I actually met him, and we became friends. And Oh, my gosh. And, and, okay. and we were performing in concert, and I'm like, and Boots, everyone knows Boots from Yakety Sax, which okay. if you listen to the Benny Hill show... That theme song uh-huh. That is That's uh-huh. Boots And Boots Oh okay And we ended up doing Some concerts together And it was like I was seriously thinking Like my life is so awesome I am mm-hmm. opening for And sharing the stage Like I was playing Yakety Sax with Boots and, Oh my gosh And that's then amazing. after My doctor boyfriend Comes
1: backstage And oh my gosh I've got the world By the tail So for the listening audience Just so you know Our music for our podcast has been created and played by Pamela. Yes. So that's something that we need every so often because, yes, that's sax music and that actually is Pamela that has created, written, and played it. Yes. So thank you, Pamela. Oh, thank you. Okay, so now go on with the story. Thank you. So (laughs) but I remember the
0: time, like, he had dated this other girl. I'm talking about Larry now. He dated this other girl and he broke up her name was starla and i used to joke like is she a stripper and because with the name starla like sounds like a stripper name and she had been a stripper and oh and then and so he's like then he dated me and i was like wait what like do i fit i don't know if i really fit but you know when someone's a doctor we kind of start when they have status and money we start thinking uh-huh. That things fit that maybe don't really fit. Maybe they don't. Uh-huh. So That's fair. Yeah. Uh, It didn't work out. He and I did not. It didn't. We broke up. I can't even remember why it was so long okay. ago. But when he calls me, he's like, hey, Pamela, how are you doing? One of the fir- first thing he says is, so are you still just a PI? <gasps> Thank you. I was like, uh-huh. what? Like it like stabbed me right in the heart immediately. I'm like. Yeah, I'm still like, are you just a PI. are you
1: still just,
0: uh, just a wannabe? Are you like, still what? just a <laughs> dumb doctor? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you still just are a... Are you still just wow. doing plastic mm-hmm. surgery? So I, it uh-huh. hurts so much that I was like, yeah, I'm still just a PI. And he goes, oh, well, I would have thought you would have been like a paralegal or maybe a lawyer or something by the... I just thought, what an asshole. Like... Yeah, you're like, Uh, they still need
1: private investigators, sir.
0: What what can I do for you, Larry? Like, what's up? And he said, well, I'm calling because Dave is a friend of mine. Well, I never knew that he and Dave were friends, but suddenly Uh that made sense to me. (laughs) Like, the second he said it, I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) And he starts telling me like, I'm just calling because I understand that you're telling him to take a plea deal and he's going to go to jail for a year. That was one of the, what we agreed to his, his dental license would be, he'd be on probation for three years, but he would still be able to own his business. So he'd still be making plenty of money. He had other dentists working for him while he was in jail. He would still be making money and he would serve one year in jail and uh, he, and Anyway, Lance goes on and on about how awful, like, he's like Jack is not doing a very good job and you guys aren't even fighting for him this is terrible, I am so disgusted, and he's going on and on and I'm like well, and I'm just, just trying to defend us like crazy mm-hmm. and he says, yeah, Jack's not that great, I mean he's got a big name and everything, but I had him for a lawyer a while back and he didn't do a damn thing for me, I ended up negotiating my own plea
1: and I said what you so Larry are you still a doctor who may be going to jail (laughs) and you need a private investigator Uh, uh, did you call me for support
0: and and see he got so caught up he got so caught up in like knocking me down and and, and, like doing that he didn't realize what he had told me with that statement and that's I said Wait a minute! What? Jack only does yeah. criminal defense work. Why did you need to hire Jack? And he—it was crickets. totally silent on the phone. Crickets, crickets, crickets cr- yeah. And then he's like, "Well,
1: that- then did he say no? I'm blowing yeah. west. Uh, Got the wrong <laughs> number. <Click>. What?
0: <laughs> I can't hear you.
1: I'm <laughs> going up the canyon." <laughs> Uh,
0: he's like, that's none of your business. Okay.
1: Well, then why did you bring? It All righty
0: then. Hilarious. And and he says, well, I'm just calling to tell you. Any other lawyer would not have Dave going to jail. This is not right. And I said, look, you don't know the whole situation. He's like, this woman mm-hmm. is a gold digger. And I said, I totally agree with you. Amen, brother. Great. She is.
1: Hey, in fact, are you on SugarDaddy.com? Because I could just send her over to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure the New
0: York deal worked out for her. Maybe <laughs> Maybe she's looking more local. Yeah, yeah. And Larry had moved to Vegas, so that was totally appropriate. Like oh, perfect. Well, hell, That's,
1: see, the better. city fits
0: perfect for him. <laughs> that his friends with Dave fits perfect. Like, oh man. So I'm busy defending Jack and I like crazy and he's saying, We should have fought this harder, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And then he's—he we get to the end of the call. And he says, "Hey, so the next time I come to Salt Lake, can I take you to dinner?"
1: Oh, what did you say, Larry <laughs> Lair? Hey, Lair, you can't afford me, <laughs> right? Exactly, because <laughs> my PI prices have just tripled. They, okay. Seriously, I was like, <laughs> "Are you kidding
0: me?" Yeah, you spent the last. 45 minutes insulting me, telling me how pathetic I am that I am still just a PI, that I haven't moved Mm -hmm. on with my life. I'm still just offending bad guys, which apparently you were one of at some point. (laughs) And
1: you don't think I'm doing a good enough job for your friend. And and then you ask me to
0: go to dinner? No, (laughs) thank you. And he's like, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Uh No, Mm -hmm. no, thank you. I hope you find Mm -hmm. who you want, what you want, but it's not me. I hung up, and, oh, man, I was mad. I was so mad. Oh, I bet. Uh, Remember, Jack kind of lost some fire, and he wasn't very excited about defending a kind of cray-cray quirky guy. Green fingernail. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we
1: should have gone to trial, but we didn't. And our plea deal, he... Do you think if you would have gone to trial... He probably wouldn't have had to serve it all because of the New York. Sugar I Daddy. do, I really do. I think we okay. could have won. But on the other hand, it had begun to trial. They wouldn't have
0: taken those other three felonies off the table. We would have had five of them, and oh, so the risk is really, really I, it's great. It's not worth the that risk, risk is really, really uh-uh. great. So right, I and I was telling them like, hey, you don't know all the circumstances. It's not just about that right. woman's claim. There are also these claims about how he was filling teeth and what. And he violated the mm-hmm. laws here. We're trying to work out a deal so he can keep his dental license, because sure. I truly didn't believe he deserved to lose his license over that. Yeah, he's right. a player. He's not someone that I would date. I do like Dave, but that doesn't mean he's a bad. He's not dentist. a bad guy. That and, mean
1: he wasn't and, doing his and job, and I think he's a yeah. great
0: dentist. His patients love him, and and right. I think he does great work for with that. They couldn't find any issue with that, but so yeah. <laughs> Dave served. A year in jail. Now, when you say jail, was that county jail, not prison? County jail, not prison. So he served a year in jail, served his time, and he got out and went back to work. He called a few times, kept in touch for a little while just to say, hey, what's up? And I actually found his website. And I found on his website for his dental practice, it just showed pictures of Adventures of who he is as a person and a Uh dentist. And it showed him traveling in various exciting places. And and then it showed a picture of him with Larry in Las Vegas on tennis courts. (laughs) On tennis courts with three gorgeous young women. They were beautiful between
1: the two guys. And I thought,
0: well, that's it looks about right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. so so they haven't quite risen to the sugar daddy level. These two men. Oh no, but, I'm not know. sure. I'd say that. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah.
0: I I think yeah, they. But maybe they're there. I think they probably are there, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's as adults, you can choose to do that. I hope those women are you can. empowering mm-hmm. themselves in other ways, because mm-hmm. it's nice to be beautiful, but it's also nice to have some substance and yes that's anyway it i just i love this case i love this story it was it was a it's, it was a good it's adventure a funny for me. story and like uh-huh. i said we like with larry it's just funny when i looked back and thought man i thought that guy was like the cat's meow and I, now i would right. like no thank you i don't care where you want to take me to dinner Ugh, i'd mm-hmm. rather stay home and eat yeah. top ramen no thank you <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> top ramen it is. So, while we're talking about women and empowering women, and I would really like to do that every chance we can, mm-hmm. if anyone yes. is out there, you need help, there is help. Like like Shelly was telling me the other day about mm-hmm. a woman that has a non-profit, and it's called the Cupcake Girls And their their website is Uh CupcakeGirls.org? Yes.
1: She is out of Clark County, which is Las Vegas area. Mm -hmm. But she does work with a lot of men and women, boys and girls, that are either being trafficked, if she can help get them out, Uh, You know, Las Vegas is known for a lot of strippers. A lot of women do that for their business. That's one thing. But she's very, very good, and she works with a lot of the owners to make sure that their dancers and their strippers are there because they want to be, not because they're being um, harmed or drugged or anything like that. Trafficked, yes. yes. Another one is to always check out. Yes, and there's Mm -hmm. another one. It's called Mm O-U-R. It's the underground Operation Underground Railroad, yeah. There you go. Operation Underground Railroad. They are huge. They are very, very supportive. There's just several places for people to be able to reach out for support. You can always call the crisis centers. I mean, and when we're really talking about this, this, you know, we laugh about being a sugar daddy or... Having a sugar daddy request because right. it's silly, but there really are um, men and women, kids, girls, boys yeah. that are being trafficked and are in situations that they can't get out right. of. So please know that they there is help and there and are the cupcake. Yeah. The, yes.
0: And seriously, whether we're at that level or if you're in a marriage that you're not being treated right. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. really want to empower everyone there. You can, there's a better way. There's a better way to live and you can reach out that there are people that help all over the place. Women, men, they're, yes. they're like, uh-huh. like Mr. Rogers says, anytime there's a crisis, look for the helpers. There are always people helping. So, and I'm, I'm yes. grateful for good souls in the world. And I really do believe Dave is a good soul. He's, he got a yeah. different idea of, he just liked like, ecstasy. Yeah. yeah, And, and yeah, some some people like
1: a glass of wine (laughs) right right yeah
0: yeah so it's just different yeah serious yeah so thank you for Mm -hmm. listening to pamela private eye